Hi, this is Jerry Skids from Mouse Rants and also at one point Jiminy Crickets. Um, and Behind the Magic. And Jerry and Simone's WDW vacation planning show with Julian Travel, whatever the hell that was called. Uh, that hopefully is coming back, but uh, anyway. Uh, hi, it's me. Hello. How you doing? Wonderful to see you. Uh, this is not a real episode. This is uh, Jerry Skids Rambles 2, although it should have been called The Last Jedi or something about that or about Kylo Ren because it really is just The Last Jedi episode in the end. Uh, I was not expecting to go crazy and talk about The Last Jedi for so long, but I do. So that's what this episode is really about in the end, I suppose. But there are other things at the beginning I talk about you know, Starbucks and different movies that I've seen, and that's pretty much about it. <laughs> it's not a lot more. Uh, anyway, yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy this probably, so uh, here you go. Jerry Skiz Rambles. We'll have a new episode next week, um, like a real true episode. Um, in fact, I think that you will enjoy it. Uh, yeah, if you weren't there on the 25th, uh, this is, uh, it's going to be insane. You, we're gonna, you're going to see what you missed. It's Ready out of this world. All right. Anyway, uh, enjoy Jerry Skids Rambles two. Jerry Skids Rambles one was like well, like fucking like years ago. I want to say I want to say two years ago. I don't know. Anyway, I'm rambling. Well, that good thing. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Or uh, rather, welcome, Jerry Skids. Hi. How you doing? I don't know what to do with an intro. This just fucking stop. All right. So I haven't done a Jerry Skids Rambles for a really long time. So I was thinking maybe I could do that. Since I want to upload something on Tuesday And, uh, you know, you guys have been waiting for a long time And I believe that our next show should be up next Tuesday um, So, yeah Alright Let's let's start the business what do I, I, I'm not going to give you my normal intro This isn't a normal episode It's not even going to be numbered But it'll, it'll be on there On the uh, the list and all that good stuff this is what happens. I, whenever I do Jerry Skids rambles, I'm fucking walking around in this traffic. I'm almost getting hit by fucking cars. I do this for you, people. I do this for you. Anyway, let's start this because I have some problems here. Number one, this is fucking first and foremost. Holy shit. No, I'm serious. Fucking holy shit. Starbucks. Last time we talked about Starbucks and people boycotting Starbucks because of the cups not having snowflakes on them, which now that snowflakes has become like a term, that's kind of fucking funny. Cause that really was fucking ridiculous. But this is crazy. This has nothing to do with the people. This has to do with the fucking company. Starbucks decides we have a blonde espresso now. That's not, that's not a problem. Sure, do that. I don't really know what the fucking difference is to tell you the truth. I tried it. I don't even like Starbucks, but, you know, I gotta try it. Gotta try everything, right? If you don't try it, then you'll go, hmm, I should have tried that. And somebody will be talking about it and be like, well, you know, this was really good. Did you try it? And I'd say, no. And it's gone now, and I'll never be able to. That's how people, that's people, see, people who haven't tried things like Boku, which is the mo the majority of you people. If any of you out there had fucking Boku, Boku is delicious. And I can remember how that shit tastes. But I guarantee you that 90% of you out there goes, I don't know what Boku is. I saw the commercials in the 90s and didn't do anything about it. Well, the juice box for adults passed you by and you missed out on Boku. 
now, now look at what you did. Fucking <laughs> Boku is delicious. Boku was amazing, and you'll never know that. The, mo the majority of you will never fucking know how delicious it was. Oh well. Anyway, beyond all that nonsense, what the fuck was I talking? Oh, Starbucks. Yeah. So I tried the fucking blonde espresso. Fine. You know what? It gave me fucking heartburn. That shit sucks. <laughs> That's, that's some acid reflux bullshit right there. I don't understand why it's supposed to be better or what it is, but it's not good at all. It's actually pretty much the same, except more acid. And if it's supposed to have less, well, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with it, but whatever. Anyway, regardless of that, what they did was they replaced the whole fucking menu with an advertisement. <laughs> I've never... That's like, okay... You're probably like, what are you talking about? When you walk in, there's just a big yellow ass menu that's like, we have blonde. Here are some of the drinks you could have with a blonde espresso. And there's like five drinks and that's it. Now, if anything, the one thing I do know about Starbucks is they have a ridiculously extensive menu of drinks. Which is why I guess they became popular. I myself would rather just walk in and say, can I have a large coffee please? to any establishment. Like when I go to the local bagelry, I'm like, hey, give me a large coffee. And they're like, here you go. And I'm like, thank you. And it's over. There's no more conversation than that. I'm like, there's no fancy names. There's no bullshit. Just give me a fucking large coffee. But here you have to be like, oh, could I have a, a tall white mocha with whip? And uh, just get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Oh, listen to this. These are things that will happen sometimes. Interruptions, etc. Anyway, what the fuck were we just talking about? Blonde, the menu, yeah. You walk in, there's fucking five drinks on the fucking menu. Five. Now, for me, I know the drinks. I know pretty much what the drinks are on the fucking Starbucks menu. So I don't have to worry about that. You can still go and say, hey, can I get this? Can I get a, uh, you know, a tall, as you said, uh, or a venti uh, cafe mocha. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. I know what I'm ordering. But for somebody who's never been there before, for somebody from a different country, they're going to just walk in and be like, um, this is all you have? And they're like, no, we have a huge menu. We just don't advertise it at all. And they'll be like, well, what the fuck do you mean by that? Keep your fucking eyes on yourself. How about that? These fucking people can't. I'm talking to a fucking phone. How about you just let me have my conversation? I'm not screaming. Jesus fucking Christ with these fucking people. You nosy bitch. Anyway, so they'll be like, this, this is it, five things? And they're like, no, 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 we have this like huge menu of like a lot of stuff. And they're like, oh, can I see it? And they're like, no, you can't. Unfortunately, it's, uh, it's, it's unavailable to customers. And you go, well, why, why is a list of things that I can order at a place where I'm supposed to order drinks? Those drinks, I'm not allowed to know what they are. I just have to guess. Can you list them for me? And then they'll have to sit there and be like, okay, well, first off, we have regular coffee, and that's, that's you know, the real deal right there. It's awful, but it's the least expensive thing we have on the menu at $43, so you're good, etc., etc. What in the fuck is up with that? In what goddamn fucking world... Is this the way that we're supposed to be fucking running things? <laughs> this sounds fucking maniacal. <laughs> you 
you no menus. You're not allowed to see what you're ordering. Get the fuck out of here. All right, what else? What else? Oh, okay, so I don't normally make New Year's resolutions. It's not my thing. I don't like doing that. It's stupid. Why should a new year mean anything? It's just time moving forward. Man-made calendars don't mean anything. There's no such thing as a year. All that nonsense. I don't normally do it. But I figured this is just a time period. It's not about, I gotta make myself better. I'm gonna go work out. None of that dumb shit. Oh, I'm gonna be a better person and I'm not gonna get mad at anyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hell no with that shit. So, what I did was I made myself a little goal for my, just for fun, for funsies. If I don't do it, well, then I'm not doing my job, but if I don't do it, then oh well, who gives a shit? What's going to happen? Nothing. So, uh, what I want to do is I want to watch 200 movies from uh, January 1st to December 31st. And these, 20, these 200 movies have to be brand new to me. Not brand new. I mean, some of them can be brand new. Uh, in fact, I've seen a few brand new movies as well, which I'll, I guess, kind of glance over. But um, 200 movies that I have never seen before, I'm going to watch. Now, that's, to me, to, to anybody, that seems like a big number. But I've already put a pretty big dent in that, and it's still January. So, um yeah, I think that this is not going to be a problem for me. But who knows? Once we start getting later on in the year, things might get busy. And then, oh, shit, you know, oh, what's going to happen? Nothing. Remember, nothing's going to happen. So I'll talk to you. What did I see? I saw, um, I saw The Shape of Water. That was great. Fucking amazing, even. Shape of fucking Water. You got to watch that movie. Fucking beautifully filmed. Just a, just a beautiful movie all around. Guillermo del Toro did such a fucking great job at it. And it's just, it's so fucking good. Three Billboards, blah, 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 Tim Elbing, fucking, yeah, that, that movie, uh, that, that movie uh, was fucking amazing, that's the best movie of the year, in my opinion, um, I don't give a shit what's gonna happen with the Oscars or whatever, but Three Billboards was so fucking good, it was definitely better than any movie I'd seen all year, I think, I don't know, I'm pretty sure, uh, it was, it was, it was a dark comedy, and you all know I love a good dark comedy. That's why I fucking love Quentin Tarantino and all that shit. Because there's humor in it. Uh, there's drama in it. There's, there's a, a good amount of emotional content in it, which is great. I love how this movie takes you from being really sad one moment to being fucking hysterical in your goddamn seat the next. So that's a thing. Go see that movie if you haven't already. Uh, what else did I see? I saw Get Out, which uh, I hadn't previously seen. That movie, I don't know. Like, I, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie definitely wasn't like a, a big screen classic or anything like that um and also they have this whole uh, okay uh not really spoilers but a little like a tiny if you don't want to hear this skip ahead like two, two minutes that's it i'm not gonna spend more than two minutes on this shit probably less but whatever um so everyone's been talking about how this is like racially charged this is oh, this is a big racial movie oh it's, it's great it's not like, I mean, a little, obviously. They they take, like, the race struggle and they kind of turn it on its head a little bit. When I say they, I mean the other guy, not the tall one, but the short one from Key and Peele. I don't know. I don't think that they're that funny um, unless they're separated. Like, they think they're separately hysterical. At least the tall one is, but the short, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I'm talking about. But, yeah, it, it was... It was good. I liked it a lot. It was a nice little thriller. I wouldn't call it a horror movie like other people would. It's a, it's definitely a thriller. Um, what else can I say about it? Yeah, I mean, 
people took so much away from this. Like, oh my God, race. Ah, oh yes, the struggles. 100%. This movie did not deserve 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. It deserved maybe like an 80 something, like a high 80s, like 89, maybe even like a 92. I would not go on 100%. This movie did not beat out Shape of Water or Three Billboards, even by a smidge. Like, it, again, it was a good movie, but it, come on now. Um, yeah, so... And it, but this had a great deal of comedy, too, but not as much as the other one. What else? Oh, here's another, like, oscar movie I saw. Um, the Big Sick. Holy shit! It should have been called The Big Shit, because that's what it was. Just a big pile of shit. The Big Sick. Oh, yeah. First of all... I don't even know the fucking comedian that this is based on. I know, I've never fucking heard of him in my fucking life. I think I might have seen his face before. He looks kind of familiar, but that's all you got. Then you got Bo Burnham in, like, a supporting role, which I thought was interesting. He was actually probably the only funny thing about this movie besides Ray Romano, which I'm surprised to say that Ray Romano was funny, but he was great. Um, but the movie itself was not even close to a comedy. I did not laugh once until... Oof, I think it's about, it's either an hour or a little over an hour before fucking Ray Romano actually shows up in the movie. And then he had some really great lines. Like, he had some really funny lines to fucking throw out there. And I think the back and forth between him and the Indian guy, who I don't fucking know his name, but the two of them had a good back and forth. Uh, and, and then that's it. He's not on screen for that much time, and he fucking leaves, and then who gives a shit? I mean, uh, it was, it's build. Like, they're the two main characters, and they're joking around. Like, I watched the preview for it before I watched it, and I was like, oh, this looks funny. Like, it was all the jokes back and forth. It didn't show too many clips from the movie, and I usually I like that because I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the, save the movie, and let's just make some jokes. And it, it was supposed to set the tone, but the tone that it set was so fucking wrong. Like, it was not a fucking funny movie. It wasn't like it was even that much of a sad movie, which it's, I guess, supposed to be too, because it's about somebody who is in a coma. I don't know. That's not spoilers. It's the fucking plot of the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. But I don't know. It's It was uh, awful. Like it, it, like, it was probably the worst movie I've seen in a really fucking long time. Like, a really long time. It was really fucking bad. I didn't like it. I watched the Netflix version of Death Note. The new one. The American version. Here's a fucking problem. People are like, they whitewashed this movie, man. Um, okay. First of all, people need to calm the fuck down. Because whitewashing... I, okay, I can understand when it's like a character that was written to be, let's say, let's just say Japanese because we're talking about Japanese. So it's a character, one character who was specifically written to be Japanese and they have Japanese qualities and all that fun stuff. You need, you need them to be Japanese for the story to work. And so then you cast a white person, paint their eyes slightly, you know, slanted, and have them go, oh, yeah, that's whitewashing. That's a problem-ish. Even then, I don't really care that much, because, like, they did it in Miss Saigon. Who gives a shit? But I get it. I get it then. Here's where I don't fucking understand it at all. The show was a Japanese 
I guess, was it a manga first or did it, was just an anime? I don't know. Let's pretend it was, I don't know. Let's just say it was just an anime and if it was a manga, awesome too. I don't know that much about it. I just know I saw the anime a long ass time ago and loved it. And then I rewatched it, rewatched it. I've seen the show like a billion times. I saw the Japanese movies. It's like three of them. I don't remember. I, I think there was three, but one of them was like a weird, like clip show type situation or it was a side story it was it was an odd thing i remember there being a third one or that could just be in my mind i don't know but there was definitely two and it was like basically like part one and part two without calling it part one and part two but they were their own separate stories um and i watched all that too and they were all great i loved them all uh this one is the american version and, and you know what i'm gonna compare this just came up in my head because now, because I'm talking about all these movies I saw, I can even give you more of that. I can expand on this. But before I do that, let me just say. So, they brought it over here. They said, let's do American version of it. Cool. So it takes place in America. People are up in arms, or were up in arms, because it wasn't Japanese people in the leads. It doesn't take place in Japan. It takes place here. Yeah, it could have been Japanese Americans, but why? There's nothing about the people in the fucking story that make it necessary for them to be fucking Japanese. The main character's name is Light. There's nothing about the word Light that's like, this has to be Jap Japan. Um, although they do make this weird thing about how Light, I don't know, they, 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 they do a couple weird things with that, but whatever. Um, and the other main character's name is fucking L. So L is not really, it's a fucking letter. And it's a nickname anyway. If you saw, if, if look, if you've seen Death Note, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, just fucking watch Death Note, the series first, please. Um, so that's a, it was a huge fucking big deal at one point. And I'm just like, that doesn't make sense. It it's not taking place in Japan. It's taking place here. It doesn't need to be Japanese people. It's not about Japanese people. It's about American people. It's a different take on the fucking story. Jesus. Here's the... Before, first of all, it sucked. It was okay. Now, let me not say it sucked. It was all right. There were moments in it that I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They made it a little gorier, which I think is odd because usually Japan has the more gory, you know, version. And America has, like, the watered-down version. This thing, but it was, like, gorier in, like, the Final Destination sense, you know, where it was, like, quick gore, and you're like, oh, that was kind of cool, and then you forget about it. Anyway, here's a good comparison, because here's something else I watched as my new movie thing. There's a movie I never watched because I was not boycotting, but just not paying attention to it. Um, and it was The Hunger Games. The reason I did not want to watch The Hunger Games originally when it first came out was because it is the exact same story as Battle Royale, but they just called it The Hunger Games. Now, it's people will know there's two different books. The book is the fucking same. They're the same story. Exact. Like, I could give you so many fucking reasons why it's the exact same fucking story. Battle Royale, the Japanese fucking masterpiece. Oh my God, is it good. And Hunger Games, which was just like an okay movie. There were moments in it that I was like, fuck yeah, but not usually. There, here's the differences. In the American version of the Hunger Games, they went through like an hour of training, <laughs> maybe 45 minutes of training. And in uh, the Battle Royale, there was zero minutes of training. It just went into the story, which gave more time for there to actually be a story. Fucking The Hunger Games is like two hours and 20 minutes long, and it felt like it was like an hour because they didn't do anything. 
Nobody did anything. It was entertaining, but it wasn't like the same. Here's the other difference. In Battle Royale, it was just this fucked up idea by the fucking government, which is the same in, in this, but in this, they turn it into a fucking reality show. And that makes sense because it's America. And in America, what do we love? We, not meaning me, but we as a fucking whole retarded fucking society, reality television, trash. And that's what they did. They get a bunch of fucking kids to go and fight on a fucking island and fucking, they make a big game out of it. And you know what they do? They fucking show it to everyone in the goddamn fucking world. Look at this TV show we made of these people killing each other. But it was done so much better. That fucking thing, like, was it Session 9 or Session... There was a movie that was, it was really fucking good. I can't think of the goddamn name of it right now. But I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about. You're like, that's not the name Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? And that was better, that satire on reality TV. Uh, this made it a little bit more serious, but here's another issue or another difference. And when I talk about differences, see how minor they are? Everything else is the same. Here's another difference. In Battle Royale, you got to know a lot of their names. You got to know all the different characters. Not all, but a majority of the different characters. You got, you got personalities from every fucking character, pretty much, that didn't die in the first half hour of the movie. Um, in this one, in Hunger Games, everybody is numbered, basically, based on wh what district they're from. Um... So there's your difference right there. You don't get to know any of the characters with the exception of the two main ones and one other one. And that's it. Even the character, the, the bad guy character that they fucking have, which is it's identical to fucking Battle Royale. But there's like a bad guy character um, that is bad from the beginning and that's, you know that they're going to fight at the end. It's going to be one versus the other. Uh, even he didn't have a personality or a name or a backstory or anything. No one gave a shit. I think they might have said his name at one point, but it didn't matter. You know, one other person besides the main two characters, which uh, obviously you see them in all the fucking commercials. If you haven't seen the fucking movies, you've seen them in all the commercials. One other fucking character. One. Do you get a personality, a name, or anything else, or any care about at all? So, yeah, there you go. That's the difference. And that's what I'm talking about, though. They took Battle Royale. They made it the Hunger Games. You could say, oh, but it's not. No, it's the same fucking thing. I don't give a shit. They took Battle Royale. They made it the Hunger Games. Everybody was fucking white. Well, not everybody. But the same thing here. The two main characters in Death Note weren't white. One was white, one was black. How is that whitewashing? Should it be blackwashing? What is it? Stop it. Just fucking let people make fucking movies. People were mad because some of the stunt workers weren't fucking uh, Middle Eastern on Aladdin. They're fucking stunt workers. You don't fucking see the fucking faces. Who the fuck cares? It's whoever could do the job. Well, you gonna, oh, let's drop everything and look for goddamn fucking Middle Eastern stunt performers. No, you just fucking do the goddamn movie. And you get people who can do the job, who are local and easy to get to, who you don't have to go searching for. Oh, you think that it's so hard to find Middle Eastern fucking... Yes, it's not that easy. What do you think, you just walk out the door and find them? And what are you going to do, go, go and fucking uh, put in a casting notice for your, for your stunts and go, oh, we need a stunt artist who, look, who, who is Middle Eastern. No, it's a stunt artist who kind of looks like they could possibly be Middle Eastern from the side. <laughs> because that's all you're going to see. You're not going to fucking see their face. What the fuck is wrong with us today? Why are people getting so mad about stupid things? 
Holy fuck, can't we just get the best person for the job and not, isn't it racist to seek out somebody specifically because they're a race? Doesn't that seem like it's fucking racist? Be like, no, 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 we can only have a Middle Eastern guy in this role. Yeah, but this guy's better. It doesn't matter. We can only have a Middle Eastern. It, again, if they're doing it, they're painting up the face and whatever. Now we can talk. But if, you ch if there's a character who doesn't have a name that we're keeping, like if we're changing the name from like, I don't know, Kenji to Bob, Bob can be American. Bob doesn't need to be Japanese. Holy shit. God damn, I didn't even think I'd go on this tangent. I wasn't even thinking about it. And I, I was just going to mention I saw Death Note, but it fucking reminded me of that. Anyway, Death Note was, um, was all right. Like, the ending was really fucking, eh, not great. Yeah, it rushed itself. The movie's 87 minutes with fucking credits, beginning and end. It's 87 minutes. It is short for a show that was 22-minute episodes, like 26 episodes or something like that. No, it had two seasons. I don't know how many episodes it was, but it was a lot more. So they had... You know, a time to tell a story. Obviously, they weren't going to have, you know, two seasons to tell the story. But make it a little longer than 87 minutes with credits. Can you give it two hours? Jesus Christ, you could have given it another good two. It could have been two hours and 15 minutes and it would have been fine. This rushed the entire goddamn story. You're like, ah, who cares? Like, you don't feel for any of the characters. The uh, You have no, like, there's a big cat and mouse between the, the cops and, and uh, the main character who has the death note and you don't get that at all. I mean, there's a little bit of it like for like five minutes, but it right away, like literally right away, they find out who it is and they're going after him. And I'm like, well, that's unfortunate because there's zero cat and mouse. There's zero. I think it's you, but I can't prove it. So I'm not going to say anything like none of that. It's just like, Oh, it's you. It's this guy. The end. No, that's not fucking fucking fair. It's so dumb. And the fucking Shinigami had nothing to do. We just stood in the background, made a couple comments here and there. You know, he had a personality in the fucking show that couldn't give it to him in the movie. It's a, it's, a, it's a movie. It's all about character development. There's zero character development in the Shinigami. Rook. <laughs> nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So anyway, it was fine. Um, it wasn't great, but I liked it just because it was Death Note, but there were moments like, I'm like, is this supposed to be a comedy? Because they threw in some really, like, out there things. Like, there's, there's a whole scene, I don't even, you know, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil it, if you're going to watch it, but there's this, like, whole scene that's just, you're like, why? Why did they choose to do this? You have one, like, it, it's, you're watching a movie, and there's one... <sighs> Not emotion, but there's like one theme going on, and then all of a sudden, the entire style changes from like dramatic to comedy, and you're like, "Am I supposed to be laughing? I don't get it. I don't. It's not like, oh, I don't know how to feel, man. But it is like that too. It's like you're not really telling a story. You're just doing something to do something. And if you want to make it a comedy, make it a comedy." Like, it's not one of those things where they throw in a couple jokes here and there, and they're like, it's got comedic moments. No, no, no. It's, it's like, ridiculous satire, over-the-top, like, airplane-type of shit. <laughs> like, it, uh, it's not, not spoof, but it's got that, that type of humor, that over-the-top humor. And, uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this doesn't really fit with this fucking movie. 
Like, it would have made me laugh in another movie for sure. But instead, I was just going, why? And it was, it was dumb. So there's that. Death Note. Hunger Games. I watched all of the Hunger Games. Uh, why? Because I never saw them, and I figured, you know, I've been complaining about how it's the same thing, but I've never actually seen it, so maybe I should watch it. And I did, uh, well, the first movie and part of the second movie is exact Battle Royale. The rest of it was was fine. Like, in fact, I think that if they cut out the first movie, because the first movie did not need to happen for the rest of the story. The first movie could have just been told in a backstory of in one of the movies or or throughout the, the series of films. Like, and they should have just made it a trilogy instead of four movies. It, you know, it shouldn't have been like part one, part two, and then part three, part one, and part three, part two. Like that shouldn't have happened. It should have just been part one, part two, part three, the end trilogy. Cut out the first movie. Then add in, like, a couple little things here and there, like, to scatter it around, uh, talking about what's happened in the past. Because we didn't need any of that stuff to tell the fucking story. Because the story that's actually being told in, like, the later Hunger Game movies are interesting. Like, you know, it's like, revel have a revel fucking Lucian, you know? And fight against the government, and anarchy, and punk rock, and shit like that. Like, that was, was fun, and it was new. Not really new, but it was... It was new. It was told in a different way. But with that first movie there, all the whole time, I'm like, well, it was still Battle Royale. It's still fucking Battle Royale. And then there's this whole thing. First of all, like the late little, I'm talking about a movie that's old, and you're like, why are you talking about this? It's not new. Who gives a shit? I'm just telling you what I watched. You can disagree with me if you want. I don't care. The lead character's name is Katniss. Katniss! That's like, what are we, be next to me, Dogful? Katniss and Dogful. <laughs> What the fuck? And then Chickenly. Chickenly, why not? <laughs> the fuck? Wallabier. Esquire. Alright, but still. She's throwing a suffix at the end of cat Katniss. Okay. Katniss it is. Terrible. Um, but the story itself was was good. The ending was awful. Awful the ending was. It should have ended, if it ended 15 minutes before the spot where it ended, I would have been like, fuck yes, that makes sense. What a perfect ending. But they didn't. And also Philip Seymour Hoffman died, like in real life. So they couldn't like finish his scene. So they like had, I guess his final, his like final thing was a letter. A letter! <laughs> Read by Woody Harrelson. Oh, God. Okay. No more of that. Is there any other movie I need to talk about? Big Sick was awful. Uh, I think... Oh, well, there's one more. There is one more. Oh, shit. Let me, uh, let me get myself settled because this is going to be a long conversation to have with you. With all of you. Oh, God. All right. Hold on. I'll be right back. I'm back. <laughs> okay. The Last Jedi. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, we got to talk about this. We we really have to talk about this. It's been enough time, been a while, and um, I've heard too many opinions. Well, I'm just going to get this completely off the bat, and then we'll go into an actual discussion. First of all, um, if you haven't seen it by now, I don't give a fuck if there's spoilers or not, because... You clearly aren't a Star Wars fan, so I don't give a fuck. I don't care. 
Um, so spoilers, but you still listen because you're never going to see it if you haven't seen it. And if you're going to, who cares? You clearly don't care enough. <laughs> it's been a long time already. Wow. Okay. I fucking love this movie. Not only do I love this fucking movie, but it's fucking up there in my top five. In my top three. <laughs> um, I think it's pretty much the third or fourth best Star Wars movie. Um, it's the closest to the original trilogy, I'll tell you that much. The closest to that anything that's come out since then. Be it a cartoon, be it an animated feature, be it an animated series, be it an actual trilogy, be it whatever it may be, video game, this is the closest that anything's gotten to the original series. Okay, that's the first thing. I don't care what you say, you could disagree, but you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong if you do not agree with my opinion. <laughs> because it's, it's true, and I'll explain, I'll explain, but this movie has gotten so much fucking hate from people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. In fact, so many people came out of this movie and said, damn, this movie was fucking great. But then all this bullshit started going on on the internet, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, your opinion's correct, so let me, let me look at it again with your eyes. And they watch the movie again, and they, they're in your head when you're watching the movie again with these fake thoughts coming at you, and they're angry fake thoughts. Suddenly, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't like the movie anymore. Okay, look. If you like the movie, and then all of a sudden you don't like the movie because, oh, well, these people told me this, so therefore, I don't like it. No! That's not a human being. That's a sheep. That's a follower. And yes, that is what most of this world is. Sheep. Followers. Assholes. Morons. Can't think for yourself. Most of you are not degenerates. The people who came out of this movie who didn't like it right away, well, that's a whole other story. I do want to talk about one more thing before I get into it, and that would be that people said, oh, well, the kids like it, but the adults, you know, the people who like were there since the original trilogy hated it. I saw that a lot. No. Obviously, that's not true. I'm not a kid. Fucking been around for a long time, and I've seen all the Star Wars movies. I've seen, well, I've seen them all in theaters. Uh, the first one, obviously, I was not born yet, but I did see Jedi in theaters, and uh, I then eventually saw Star Wars and Empire in theaters when it was released. But I've been a huge Star Wars fan since I was a fucking kid. It's been in my, like, world since I was little. So, yes, huge Star Wars fan, always have been. I worked at Star Tours. Star Wars is in my brain, ingrained in my fucking mind. And no, I'm not like, well, I didn't like it because they ruined my Star Wars. What the fuck are you talking about? They ruined my Star Wars. This wasn't what I would have done. All right. Just stop it. Just fucking stop it. This, was, this movie wasn't... First of all, oh, well, the kids like it. Where? In what part of this movie is it like, oh, well, this is for kids? You know, like, like specifically for kids. Like, like Jar Jar. Did you see Jar Jar running around this fucking movie? The closest thing were the Porgs, and they weren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. And, I mean, they were not my favorite thing. But, whatever. <laughs> yeah, there was, um... Well, I'm not even going to get into that. There's, 
you know, when the, when the movie first came out, people were complaining about the pores. There was the article that said that it was because there were, like, birds all over the fucking island. They had to see... Well, then why were they in Chewie's ship later on? That's an interior scene. Why the fuck were there be birds flying around inside? That doesn't... That's not real. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. They, they might have animated the porgs for a reason. For the exteriors, fine. But there was no reason to have those, like, four... Three or four scenes inside the Millennium Falcon with the fucking porgs. That, no. There was no reason for that. At all. But, again, didn't bother me that much. It really didn't. It was stupid, but who cares? Uh, whatever they want to do. That's the closest thing to like a Jar Jar situation that we're going to get. So you're wrong, all right? It's not, what else was for kids? The fucking really dark story? I mean, everything that happened in this movie was dark as fuck. Well, yeah, it was directed towards kids. Okay, sure. That's, that's what, you know what? Let's send some kids out. You know, apparently kids want to watch horror movies now. They want to watch dark, dark movies. Let's, let's have them watch Requiem for a Dream. Although I do think kids should watch Requiem for a Dream so they don't fucking get addicted to fucking heroin later on in life. But that's another story. Or diet pills. Or sex. Or what else was there? Coke? I don't remember. There's many things that people got addicted to in that movie. I'm not thinking off the top of my head right now. Anyway, beyond that, let's talk about fucking people not liking this movie versus what it really is. I hate to do this. I really do. Because my friends, my very good, awesome friends, RJ and Milford, Milford and RJ, I love them to death, both of them. They are awesome. Awesome-tastic, even. They did... They did an episode on, on uh, The Last Jedi, and, and there were some things that I'm like, oh, really? This is your opinion, or whatever. And that wasn't, usually wasn't even necessarily them. I know Milford didn't really like the movie, and he had his own reasons for it, and that's fine. If you like the fucking movie, that's fine. It's the people who go, who, like, go and have to, like, fucking tear everybody down for enjoying it. That pisses me off. So, look, I like the movie. You can say, I didn't like it. I'd be like, really? You didn't like it? Why? What didn't you like about it? And then you tell me, and then I go, oh, man, well, all right, well, I, I kind of like that part, but all right, cool. That's not how it is. Most people are different than R.J. and Milford, where they will attack. Uh, R.J. and Milford are not like that. They will tell you their, just like I said, they'll tell you their opinion in the end. They don't fight with you. So um, it's not really about that. But it's about listening to this show. It just drove me insane. So let's talk about that. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. You know, R.J. liked the movie okay, I guess. But well, again, let's get into it. All right. I'm unfortunately using them as an example because of the fact that <laughs> I actually listen to their show and I don't like listening to other people's shows. So this is all I had to go by in terms of like a podcast. I could talk to you about certain things about people online and the fucking craziness that's going on. But no, let's let's just use this as a as a template and then we'll we'll go from there. OK, but anyway, The Last Jedi versus the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens was not a great movie. It was good. It wasn't great. It was entertaining as fuck. 
I enjoyed it. It was a Star Wars movie, so of course I would. Just like I did all the other Star Wars movies, including the fucking prequels. I enjoyed them. Doesn't mean that they were great. We've had this discussion before. But The Force Awakens was like, it was good. I liked it. I had fun. But it wasn't great. It wasn't over the time. It was, it was what it was. It was J.J. Abrams. This Everyone has a problem with J.J. Abrams. But you know what? Fucking, I fucking love Lost. I fucking loved Alias. Super 8. Everyone's like, oh, but there's like this one little thing I don't like about these movies. I don't like the way that they, that they ended. I don't like... So, people like have a bug up their ass about J.J. Abrams, but fuck all that noise. He was... He's great. But in this case, what he loves to do, and this is, what, this is his flaw, is that he loves to satiate the fans, to make them fucking eat out of his hands. Like, oh my god, this is amazing that you put this in... Right? That's what J.J. Abrams loves to do. So, that's what The Force Awakens was. And this is what makes me nervous about the fucking episode 9, because he's coming back, and people were not happy about 8. So, he's going to try to satiate the fans, and everything that I say right now is probably going to go out the window, and I'm probably going to be really fucking mad at J.J. Abrams. I don't think that he is brave enough to follow the trend of what Ryan Johnson was doing. But, fuck all that noise, let's just talk about this. I already, at the beginning of listening to the fucking Disney Explorers episode, I was pissed off because one of the girls was fucking complaining about people who complain about The Last Jedi Online. And like, she's saying this as she's tearing down the movie online. It may be through a podcast rather than through typing on social media, but it is online and you are bad-mouthing the movie and you are tearing it apart, just as those people are. And you know what? As a critic, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call you a critic, but I guess if you have a voice online, you're a critic, right? So as a critic, you fucking have the right to do that, but don't fucking complain about other people doing it. All right. Now, I, I don't like other people fucking doing shit either, but I'm not going to complain about it. It pisses me off when people have an opposite opinion of me, obviously, but it's their fucking opinion. They can think whatever they want. They're wrong. I know they're wrong. Anyway, she also said that she can't get behind Kylo Ren as a villain because he's a 17 year old in his rebel goth phase and he's not scary. <sighs> and she was fucking. Oh, God. This, this fucking drives me out a fucking wall. Yes. She was like, oh, what did she say? That Oh, well, it's just like yeah, my kid She like, said that her kid was that age. And well, that, you know, that's not scary. Really? Did you ever see the uh, fucking omen? <laughs> that kid was younger than 17 and he was fucking frightening. What about Children of the Corn, that Isaac kid? How fucking scary was fucking that Isaac kid? I don't think that The Exorcist is a scary movie, but it for some reason people believe that. So Reagan, she's a kid, scary, right? The fucking Macaulay Culkin and the Good Son is fucked up. I mean, how much more do you need? What about fucking little Michael Myers? Remember that fucking look on his face after he fucking stabbed all those people? What about the twins in The Shining? What about the baby in Rosemary's fucking baby? How about all that? The kids in fucking the Village of the Damned. Oh, but he's too young to be scary. Really? Fucking really? Okay. You're real fucking smart there. Holy shit, that made me angry. Because fuck, what the fuck? 
You're telling me because this guy's 17 years old because he's some emo kid? That makes him scarier. Do you fucking stand? You know what doesn't scare me? You know what doesn't scare me? Some mythical person with magic shooting fucking uh, lightning across the goddamn screen. That's not scary to me. Ever. Ever. I don't think that there's any fucking character in the Lord of the Rings series or the Star Wars. Darth Vader was scary because he said nothing. He just sat there. He didn't really do much. You couldn't tell what the fuck he was thinking. Now that you watch it, you, you kind of start putting shit together because you saw the... Um, what do you call it? The fucking prequels. So now you're like, oh, I know what he's thinking here, but he wasn't. When it was written, that wasn't the case. He was just there to fucking be a fuck the fucking judge. There wasn't even an emperor when this fucking first movie was out. No emperor. That didn't exist until later. But you thought that, that he still did. He knew. Like when you fucking think back on the trilogy, you're like, oh yeah, the fucking emperor. He wasn't there the whole time, but you think he was. Of course you think he was. Vader was the fucking scary thing about it, right? But why? Because he was standing there. He wasn't doing anything. Now this fucking Kylo Ren comes along, and he's a scary motherfucker. You know why? Because I'm not scared of somebody shooting lightning bolts or, or, or fucking throwing people. I know. What I'm scared of is fucking psychotic millennials who always get their fucking way. That's scary to me. To any adult. Because that's our future. What you're seeing on the screen right now with Kylo Ren from The Force Awakens and from The Last Jedi, with all that shit, that's the future of our children, people. Do you understand that you did this? You created that monster, and that's what this movie's telling you. That's why fucking Kylo Ren is scary, because those are our children. That is what he is. Look at him. Having a temper tantrum. Breaking everything up. That's the kids of today because they always get what they want. And when they don't, the one time they don't, they throw a fucking fit and they look like him. It's not just some guy in an emo phase. He's not fucking in an emo phase. That's his future. That's how he'll always be because you fucking babied him, you fucking morons. My people, my fucking generation, babied that generation like a fucking idiot. Oh, I hate it so much. And that's what's scary about it. And that's why Kylo Ren is a fucking scary goddamn motherfucking villain. And you know what? They said that he had no character development. None! Really? When did Vader have any character development besides the last five minutes of Jedi? You tell me that. Watch A New Hope again. Show me the development of fucking Vader. What happens? He's a bad guy. You know he's there. Nobody really talks to him. You see him flying around. He wants to shoot Luke. He's gone. He loses. Where's the development there? Oh, okay, so you want to move on to Empire, because this is the second movie. You'd assume that that, okay. So where's Vader's fucking growth in, in Empire Strikes Back? He's the same fucking villain. The difference is that he says, oh, I'm your father, right? So what? He says it. You don't see him feeling anything. You don't see him change anything. All you see is some manipulative fuck the whole entire time. He's just a manipulative piece of shit who's trying to get Luke to join him. Where's his development, guys? Where is it? It's not there. You know why? Because you didn't need development. He's a fucking villain. He's a bad motherfucker. What, you wanted to grow and be good? That's how the fucking Star Wars original trilogy fucking ended. That wasn't the, nobody likes Jedi for that reason. Because it was like, oh, it's happy days, everybody wins. How much better would it be if fucking, like, Vader fucking killed Luke? Holy fuck, that would have been awesome. Fucking the Empire wins, because the Empire always wins.
But no, that's not what I think is going to happen. I don't think Kylo is going to win in the end. What I think is going to actually happen is that Kylo, and this is the way it should happen, is that now, well, you know what? Let's let's go. Let's talk about fucking Snoke before I get to tell you what I think is going to happen. Because Snoke is important to this. Um, a lot of people were fucking angry about Snoke. Snoke really fucking bothered them. And I don't get why. It's the same exact thing with just no character development. There doesn't need to be character development. You didn't even know the Emperor was there until Jedi. So what the fuck, man? Why is there, does there need to be this development for the villain? He's a fucking villain. Character development needs to be happening for the heroes, all of our protagonists, but it's not necessary for our villains. Now, do we want to see it? Yeah, we want to see it. We want to see some sort of growth, but I don't want to see Kylo Ren turn good. I don't want that. That sucks. Kylo Ren turning good, that would be the worst ending to this whole series. I want him fucking dead, and I don't want him to fucking redeem himself beforehand. And you know what? That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Snoke, on the other hand, he's just this emperor character, right? He's, he's been telling fucking Kylo what to do. He has his own little fucking circus going on. He's got this fucking red room, right? Fucking dressed up like goddamn Hugh Hefner with his pipe. <laughs> okay, maybe he doesn't have a pipe, but he's fucking Hugh Hefner, man. He's the reincarnated. That's actually what he looks like now in the coffin, he looks like Snoke. Exactly. Fucking face, facial feature for facial. <laughs> facial feature for facial feature. That's what he looks like. <laughs> feature, facial, feature. <laughs> Couldn't even say it. That's a hard thing to say. Facial feature for facial feature. Woo, it's tough. Yeah, that's what Snoke looks like. And you know what? Snoke is there to be a presence. He clearly was persuasive enough and strong enough in the Force to fucking control everything. But that's because we didn't have that fucking Skywalker blood yet. That Skywalker blood is fucking so strong in the Force because it came from the Force. That shit, it was born from the Force. It was that Jesus story. It came from the gods, that blood. So every time they have another fucking kid, that fucking blood runs through their veins and they fuck shit up. And Kylo Ren has that blood. So fucking Kylo Ren is way stronger than him. You don't have to be trained. Fucking Luke wasn't trained. Well, I mean, he didn't really do that well. But he wasn't trained in the fucking second movie. He ran away from his training. Fucking ran over to Vader. Didn't do that much, but he tried. He, he did his best. But he's an insane person, this Luke. Insane person. Anyway, so fucking Snoke... He's fucking sliced by Kylo Ren. And you know what? Everyone in the theater cheered. Guess what? So did I. And you know why? Because it was perfect. Because you didn't see it coming. It's not about, oh, well, he could have he lived. Look, this is what the expanded universe is for. They can make a whole game about it. I know they're going to make a book just called Snoke, just like they made a book about fucking Phasma, which I'll get to also. Because you know what's going to happen. People are like, well, I want to know the history. Well, guess what? Read the fucking book and you'll goddamn know the history of Snoke. It's not necessary for the movie. This movie does not need to tell you what Snoke's past was. Because you can find that out. This whole movie is about saying fuck you to your fan theories and fucking all this shit that's ruining social media. I, look, I, I know I did a whole episode about fan theories and said fan theories were okay. And you know what? They are. But you fucking don't go into a movie and go, well, you know, 
it didn't go the way I thought it would, so therefore it's a terrible movie! <laughs> Who does that? Who fucking does that? You're such a fucking moron if you do that. Oh, I, I had an idea. It was my theory and it was wrong. So now I hate the movie. And I know a lot of you are sitting there going, that's not how it is, Jerry. That's not how. It well, that is how it is. Maybe not for you, but it is how it is for a lot of fucking people out there. A lot. That's why this movie was getting so much fucking hate. Because of that fucking mentality of I did it like the way it went. Because, oh, Snoke died and I thought that he'd be... You know, Darth Plagueis. Did you? Did you think he was going to be Darth Plagueis? Guess what? He's not. And if he was, read the fucking book and find out about it. Holy shit. God damn. Snoke was pointless. No, he wasn't pointless. He was there to be that dark voice. That voice? He was there to be that dark force, that fucking emperor. To watch over the guy who fucking rules supreme, hence supreme leader. But no, yeah, he had no point. He had no point. He did have a point. Because he was the strongest fucking Jedi or Sith. Jedi, who? He was the strongest Sith in the fucking galaxy at the time until fucking Kylo came around. Then he was, and Snoke did what any good Sith would do take him on as an apprentice. And then, you know, the cycle begins. Apprentice kills master, apprentice becomes master. Now, would I have liked to see, like, after that back-to-back -back fight, oh, did I love when fucking Kylo and fucking Rey were fighting together. That shit was fucking great. Oh, it was so fucking cool. I was like, yes, they're fucking things up. Did I want to see fucking Kylo be like, I'm oh, now the light side, let's kill Hux and everybody and take off. No, I didn't want to see that. But did I want to see Rey join in with Kylo? Oh, I wanted to see that so fucking bad. I knew it wasn't going to happen because, you know. But you know what? That would have been great. Fucking Finn's there waiting for fucking Rey to show up. Nothing. Or maybe she does, but she fucking infiltrates the base. Oh, there could have been so many good fucking possibilities if fucking she went the other way. And went. But you know how many people would have hated that? Ray turned bad, what the fuck? I mean, they were alluding to it. How she went right to the dark side. Nobody ever did that since, you know, Kylo Ren. Ah, I'm scared of you. That whole fucking nonsense. Now, that didn't happen. But you know what? I, I, I like the way it did happen because, of course, of course, he's like, no, I'm the fucking leader, you fucking moron. Let's kill everybody and just start again. Yeah, so the cycle begins again, right, Kylo? Oh, man, that was great. That was fucking great. I know I said I was going to come back to something before. I don't even remember. Oh, it was something about why he was so fucking scary, but I don't know. Let's, we'll, 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 we'll fucking put whatever I said before on the back burner because I can't think of it. Let's talk about uh, Luke. Let's talk about Luke. People had problems with Luke. A lot of people had problems with Luke. A lot of people had problems with Luke. Luke had problems with Luke. Mark Hamill did not like Luke. He didn't like everything that happened. Well, I fucking thought Luke was perfect. Let's talk about the original trilogy. Luke's character in all three movies is a whiny, selfish bitch. Well, in the first two movies, he's a whiny, selfish bitch. The last one, he's just a whiny bitch. But he's, self he's more selfless because he realizes he has a sister and he loves Han because he wants to fuck Han. And all that good stuff. Luke becomes more selfless, you know, 
and he fucking throws his sword down. He's like, I'm not fighting you, Dad! Turn to the good! You can do it! I feel the light in you! You know, all that shit. But he was always a whiny bitch from beginning to fucking end of that series. Whiny bitch. So why is it, like, not Lukey to, like, have Luke fucking be the same way on this fucking island? Achtung or Achtar, Achtor, whatever the hell it's called. Sounds like you're sneezing. Why wouldn't that be? That's fucking perfect. That's exactly what Luke is. He's a whiny bitch. And that's what he was on the island. He didn't want to come back. He didn't want to fight anybody. He's, he's moping around. That's Luke. That's the Luke I know. He's giving up all the time. Until <laughs> his friends are fucking, you know, in danger. That was the only thing. His friends were in danger. He wasn't, like, going along with it. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? He'd seen so much, and he was worried that he would turn out to be like fucking Kylo because of that one mistake he made. And people have a problem with that mistake. And you know what? I don't. That makes sense. They're humanizing a character who is superhuman. I want to see that. I don't want to see a superhuman fucking Luke. I want to see a humanized Luke. I want to see a Luke who will fucking, you know... Make a momentary mistake. He didn't do anything. He made a momentary mistake. And he said, you know what? What the hell am I doing? Forget it. Because that's what we all do. How many times have you done something stupid? Or we're about to do something really stupid. And you went, oh, let's pull it on back. Think about it. Oh, but he was a Jedi master. And no, I don't care. He's a fucking human being. Everybody fucking makes mistakes. And that's what's going on here. Why is that so fucking hard? I don't understand why everyone has a problem with that. There should be no issues. Holy fucking fuck. That, oh, it, they humanized the character. And that's a great moment from both perspectives when they showed it from well, Kylo Ren fucking telling Ray, well, this is what I woke up to. And then Luke being like, yeah, but I was putting my lightsaber away. Um, I mean, that, it was, it was great. The whole fucking scene was great. Fuck yes. Ugh, all right. What else about Luke? Oh, of course. His demise, his, his uh, force... All right, this really pisses me off. I thought that it was perfect. I thought Luke went perfectly. I thought it was a great surprise. I, I liked the little nods to what was going on beforehand. So if you got it, you got it. But if you didn't, you'll find out in just a couple of minutes. And I love that. I love the way they fucking did it. A lot of people had problems with this fucking battle meditation. A lot of people. Well... Let me tell you, we never saw this happen before, so what the fuck? Oh, my God. Why is it that fucking people are like, oh, well, I didn't see it happen. So since it didn't, it wasn't in any other movie before, they can't have it in this movie. Oh, really? Well, how come when the Emperor shot Force Lightning at Luke, that was okay. But we didn't see anybody do that in fucking uh, New Hope or Empire. So why is it okay for him to shoot lightning in, in uh, fucking Jedi? I don't understand if this is if you need everything to always be the same. I mean, it doesn't make sense. We didn't see him fucking lifting up fucking ships in the first movie either. Nobody lifted up a fucking ship, but guess what? They did it in Empire Strikes Back. Fucking lifting the ship up from fucking uh, the swamps of Dagobah. I mean, there's a lot of things we didn't see. But then we saw it again. That's what movies are. They, that's why there's sequels. They're like, oh, and look what else we can do. Uh, but no, no, no. There's a point apparently where you have to stop. Nope. 
Doesn't matter. Can't see that anymore. What about the fucking lightsabers and the prequels? And I know everyone hates the prequels anyway, but lightsabers and the prequels, lots faster. That's the one thing everybody loved about the prequels. I love the fucking action scene, the fucking lightsaber scene between Darth Maul and Qui-Gon. Yes, but it was different, so you're not allowed to do it. The lightsaber battles used to be slow and thought out. and and, and, and you, what, No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay because they're... It's fast and it's, it's it's out of control and it's flipping around and oh can't do that because we never saw it before. Sorry, not allowed to like it. Take back everything you said. You sound like a fucking jackass, all of you. Here, I have a book. That's right, I do. I have a book. I do read. Let's see. Okay, so, in The Jedi Path, a manual for students of the Force, by Becker Mayer, or Meyer, whatever, on page 131, that's right, I'm getting fucking specific here, there's a thing called Advanced Force Techniques, alright, I'm gonna read this to you guys, it's not gonna take that long, I promise, while some, and this is, oh, by the way, this is a canon book, it is sold, you know, it's a thing, it might be out of print now, but, <laughs> well, the other, the other, there's a cool version of it that might be out of print, but uh, advanced force techniques. While some Jedi have demonstrated their mastery in the Force's more challenging expressions, this does not obligate you to follow their lead. But if your talents lie in similar areas, you may wish to devote a year or two of your knighthood to becoming an expert in an advanced force technique. Here's the first one: battle meditation. In study and practice is actively encouraged by the council and is absolutely critical to wartime victories. Through battle meditation, a Jedi touches the minds of every soldier in a combat zone, friend and foe alike. Allies gain a boost in morale and fighting efficiency, while enemies become seized by confusion and fear. At the Battle of Mizra, the death of a Jedi coordinator to a Sith sniper turned the Jedi retreat into a full-scale slaughter. Okay, this is not battle meditation, but it's, it's the start of that, all right? But we're going to keep going. I wanted to show you that there's more things here. Oh, I didn't see it in the movie, but it's in the fucking... We'll see. And, okay, before I can... Well, you know, no, I'll tell you afterwards. I keep changing everything. Let's move on to the next page. Okay. Page 132, Doppelganger. Or Simid Futurus, whatever. Permits a Jedi to create a short-lived duplicate of himself or herself or an external object that is visually indistinguishable from the real item. Those who have perfected this ability can create phantoms of any person of their choosing or trick an enemy into seeing more objects such as droids than are actually present. Doppelganger. There we go. And then it says doppelganger is an effective technique for confusing or misleading an opponent. And then there's a cool picture of uh, a Jedi making more battle droids or whatever. Right? There you go. And then there's a quote that says, Wonder if this would work on a whole army of clones. And that's by Ahsoka. Our good friend Ahsoka. Anyway, my fucking point is, it's in these fucking books from before, and we've seen it happen countless amount of times in the EU. Expanded universe for people who don't know. Oh, but they're legends now! So what? It's been talked about, now they're using it. Now it's canon. Who gives a shit? You don't have to have seen it before. You don't have to. It still will work. I promise. It still works. I didn't like it. Too bad. Too fucking bad. What are, what are we doing here? Uh, let's go back to the Diz Explorers. I, I, I got to talk about something else. 
someone had a problem with Ray seeing the multiple images of herself, and, and this is a quote, the dark side is a bunch of mirrors. Um, and then, <laughs> I don't want to see mirrors, I wanted to see more. <sighs> I mean, first of all, no, the dark side is not a bunch of mirrors. That's not... Why are you giving out that? What, why is that information you decided to share? The dark side is not a bunch of mirrors. The dark side decided to show her that. To explain to her. That fucking who her parents are doesn't matter. And that's my next fucking point. So many people out there. So many are so mad. What? They were really leading up to it. No, they weren't. You were. They didn't fucking give a shit about that in the fucking first movie. All that we knew is that there was a lightsaber that needed to be brought back to Luke. And that it was calling to her. That's the Force calling to her, not her bloodline. It doesn't have to be her fucking bloodline. It's calling to her, so therefore that means that she's gonna... So all these fan theories came out. Fucking ridiculous about so many that you all thought that they kept talking about it in the first movie. Watch fucking Force Awakens again. Watch it again. Watch it again! How many times do they mention fucking who her parents are? Find out! Why don't you come back and fucking tell me, you goddamn fucking morons! It was you who thought about that fucking bullshit! You! You came up with the, well, Ray's gotta be, who's, who's, who's kid is she? Who's kid is she? Everybody said that at the end of the fucking, who's kid? Why does she have to be part of a bloodline? The whole point of this fucking movie, oh, and the, how much I love the fucking point of this movie, was that you don't have to be a goddamn celebrity to be famous. You could fucking, you could fucking be anybody in this world and become someone. You don't have to start out as love. You don't have that fucking, it doesn't have to be about nepotism. Your parents didn't have to be somebody. You are somebody. It's in you, that whole feel. And you know what? If I, I hate saying it because now I'm going to have all the people who don't like it. Well, that, that, oh, well, then if that's the case, then it's too Disney for me. Jesus Christ. You can't win no matter what you do. Everyone hates something. Well, it's too Disney. I got that a lot. It doesn't fucking matter who her pants are. I'm so fucking glad that Kylo fucking told her that her parents, it doesn't fucking matter. They were just drunks. They were just drunk fucks who fucking gave her away because fucking she's a goddamn cunt. But you know what? It doesn't matter. You came from nobody and you'll fucking grow up to be somebody. Just like the goddamn kid at the end of the fucking movie. Another thing that people didn't like. I didn't like the kid at the end of the movie. I didn't like it. Well, it's proving the whole point of you could be anybody. The rebellion's starting again. And you don't need to have fucking famous parents to be in it. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Horrid parents, everybody talked about it. No, you talked about it. But I didn't say it all in the first movie. They kept talking about it. They didn't. Well, they kept talking about it in the second movie. Yes, because they were making fun of you. They were making fun of you. Who's Ray's parents? It doesn't matter. This movie was making fun of And maybe that's why people didn't like it, because they realized it was making fun of them for being such fucking morons. It doesn't fucking matter. And you know what? You can have theories. But so what? You never debunked it. Now you don't have to have that theory. Come up with a new one. Stop fucking bitching. Stop fucking whining. These things annoy people. Oh, I don't like I don't like this. Going back to the fucking uh, bunch of mirrors, RJ. Man, come on. 
You wanted to see a fire-breathing dragon? Really? Does that fit in the Star Wars universe? A fire-breathing dragon? RJ, come on. Come on. I, I, I know Maleficent's cool. I know Maleficent's cool. But there's a time and a place for everything. And that's college. It's old South Park reference there. <laughs> oh, boy, RJ, I love you. I love you to death. Let's just move on. I don't think you really didn't bother me too much, but there was a couple things. I was like, why? Like, like when you didn't understand. I'm saying you because I'm assuming you're listening. Don't be mad. <laughs> this is just me rambling around. Um, you didn't understand Hux because he was too whiny. <laughs> what? So you don't, you don't get why he's a character because he was whiny? What does that mean? Hux is fucking scary as fuck. Did you see the first movie? This is an, like, like okay, I'll just get all my RJ stuff out of the way because you, this, 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 this is your big thing. You thought there was no good villain. That's what you, like, that was, you know, well, Kylo Ren's not a good villain. I disagree. In fact, I really disagree. Snoke wasn't a great villain. Well, Snoke was a great villain. We just didn't see him doing villainy stuff. Yet. You'll see it in the, read it in the book. Then you'll know. If you don't want to read the book, then you just won't see it. Who cares? So there's that. But there is another fucking villain. A big one. The fucking army of the Empire. Or First Order, whatever the hell they call it. Their fucking army are Nazis. They're, have you, did you see the fucking imagery in the first movie? They're fucking Nazis. It's scary. It's frightening. Holy shit. That's a big deal. So Hux is a lot scarier than you think. I know that he's kowtowing to fucking Kylo Ren because he knows that Kylo Ren can kill him from fucking across the room. But if it was a battle of strategic play, Hux is going to fucking kill him because he's got all of his fucking stormtroopers. But nobody's going to go against Kylo Ren when he has that kind of power. Come on, man. Hux. He's going to be scary in the next movie. You'll see. He was scary in the fucking first one. Holy shit. As the, it's Hitler, basically. You see him in that one? Holy shit. Fucking Hitler coming back. Maybe it's just because I'm a Jew. Maybe that's the only reason why. But I'm scared of this man. This, this red-haired, Hitler-esque, blue-eyed man. He's blue or green. He has very light eyes and, and fucking red hair, scary ginger face. He's frightening. <laughs> Hitler. Hitler 2. It's fucking Hitler 2. Oh, wait, it's a long time ago still, right? So it's a negative Hitler. Negative 1 Hitler. Negative 1 Hitler is scary, people. Negative 1 Hitler. Oh, other villains. Phasma. Oh, yeah, everyone had a problem with fucking Phasma. Phasma died too quick. Phasma already has a book out. Go read it. If you really want to know about Phasma, read the fucking book. Did they not really use her well in the movie? No. But did they use Boba Fett well in the movie? Oh, oh, mm, did they? Come on, you guys. Come on, people. Think about Boba Fett. Think about the similarities here. What happens? Come on. Boba Fett shows up. He has like two lines. He doesn't, it's not really that awesome, honestly. And then he's out of Empire because he takes Han. And then he's at the beginning of Jedi. And then he gets thrown into a Sarlacc pit. How awesome is it? Fucking Boba Fett! I like Boba Fett. I love Boba Fett. I like the way he looks. I like the Mandalorian fucking culture. I like seeing him as a little Australian child. Fucking getting ready to fucking kill everybody. Yeah! Bounty Hunter. He's 
fucking kick ass. Whatever. Phasma. You're so upset to see her. She didn't do anything. She did much more than Boba Fett did. <laughs> and she was only in like three scenes. I mean, come on. It's the same thing. What are you so worried about? I, I mean, I hope she doesn't come back in the next movie. That would be stupid. Oh, guess what? I didn't really die. I mean, was it, was it stupid? Like, I don't even know why fucking, like, Finn was floating. Why did that even happen? I don't know. That was weird. I didn't like that scene, honestly, that part. The whole scene was cool until that moment. Why did he fucking fly back up? What was going on? I didn't see anything. I saw the movie twice in the theater. One in 4DX and one in, like, you know, IMAX 3D. And um, I, I never really understood how fucking Finn flew back up and then fucking killed Phasma. Like, where, where was he coming from? What was moving up and down? The floor? I, it was weird. I didn't like that. But that's okay. I don't have to like everything. But Phasma herself dying, it's not a big deal. So it's, it's like Boba Fett in the Sarlacc pit. Did you cry when Boba Fett flew in the Sarlacc pit? I didn't like it because Boba Fett was in the Sarlacc pit. No, he's remembered and loved. You know, there's a character that people want to fucking be at Halloween and shit like that. People love Boba Fett. They don't hate him now all of a sudden. Oh, he didn't, oh, he didn't get enough screen time. No, people were like, yeah, Boba Fett, he's awesome. Everything's awesome about him. That's it. That's all you hear. I mean, now it's different because now people look back and they're like, well, you know, Boba Fett actually didn't get that much screen time. I don't like Boba Fett. <laughs> I didn't say not to like him. But I mean, was there any development in fucking Tarkin either? I mean, Hux has more development than fucking Tarkin did. You know, and Phasma has none. You don't need it. Phasma's, Phasma's about the same as Tarkin. That's how much Phasma's development is. About the same as Tarkin and, and fucking more than Boba Fett. Anyway, doesn't really fucking matter. Oh boy, what else? What else is there? I mean, this this is now turned into the Last Jedi episode, which is fine. That's what it is. It's the Last Jedi episode. It just has a little bit of Starbucks and some other movie talk in it. Because uh, there's a ton of other shit that I want to talk about here. Oh, okay, so people hated the fucking Leia spacewalk. Why? Why did everybody hate this so much? I, I mean, okay, let's break it down. Number one. Leia has force powers. Oh! <gasps> Why did she have force powers? She's the daughter of Anakin Skywalker. Of course she has force powers. This isn't the fucking, well, you know, she was in politics and that, she didn't really train. You don't have to fucking train. It's ingrained in you. Ray didn't train either. Ray had no fucking clue, but she was able to fucking do some pretty cool things in the first fucking movie. Right? So fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Well, Leia can't do it because she... No, Leia can. You just haven't seen her do it. You haven't seen her use it because she hasn't needed to. She uses it in emergencies only. It's not her thing. She doesn't want to fight. She wants to be the strategist. And that's fucking fine. But she's used her force powers before. She's used it to contact Luke before. I mean, that's how he knew that fucking... They were in trouble and fucking left Dago about to go to Cloud City. Right? So fucking what the fuck, dudes? <laughs> let's go. Let's, keep, let's go and talk about it because it doesn't make any fucking sense. You're stupid. Leia had powers. She still does. She always will. Well, <laughs> that's another story, but I mean, come on. Leia's space was a problem. Okay, so what else is a problem then? If it's not Leia, if you have no problem with Leia having the powers or whatever, then what's the problem? Well, here's another one you get. 
Well, we've never seen it done before. I've already got over that. You don't need to see it done before. It's what ha it's just done. Now you know. Now you know. Doesn't need to be seen before to be done. Well, she should have died immediately. Why? Why? Why should she? You don't know how a Jedi's body works at all. For all you know, she could have some like fucking like um what do you call it? like a shield like they have for the goddamn ships. She could have put like a force field around her and she could breathe for a little bit. It took a lot out of her. I mean, that she took a lot out of her. That's why at the end she fucking passed out. She used all of her last fucking bit of strength to get back onto that ship, and guess what she did? So fucking what? Why is that a problem? I didn't like the way it looked. All right, well, what can I do for you? You didn't like it. Okay, you didn't like the way it looked. So what? So what? You didn't like the way it looked. Doesn't mean it's the worst thing ever. You just didn't like that part. No, but it's the worst thing. It's the worst. The movie sucks. It's terrible. The movie's terrible. It ruined my childhood. Because Leo fucking walked around in there. Oh, God. You suck. You really fucking suck. You don't fucking... Oh, this movie, it has to be the way I said... Why don't you fucking make a movie then? Make a fucking movie and don't put the Leia spacewalk in there. I'm sure you'll fucking... I'm sure everyone will fucking pay money to go see your piece of shit fucking movie. Who fucking cares? If you don't like one part, it doesn't make the movie shitty. I didn't like this one thing. I didn't like it. <sighs> it's so stupid. She used her fucking powers. Why is that a problem? Now, here comes the question. Should Leia have died there? <sighs> I mean, if she didn't die in real life, definitely not. That worked fine. But being that fucking Carrie Fisher died in real life, maybe it would have made things... But you know what? No, because you needed that fucking bond between her and Poe. It would have changed the whole movie if it all became Holdo at the end. I haven't even talked about that, that, that sideline yet. I mean, everyone has problems with that too. I mean, look. The movie was made, done, before she died. Then you get, oh, this fucking girl saying, well, I, I wrote down this quote here. This really fucking annoyed me. How much do you know about film? <laughs> One of the girls said, and I quote, they had a full year to reshoot. <sighs> God. Reshoot. Yes, they had a full year to reshoot. Reshoot with her fucking corpse? What are you talking about? The, what, what, are you going to fucking redo the entire movie but with no Leia? Is that what you wanted? She shouldn't. So what? Then you still would have killed her like in the crawl or somewhere else. And it would have been the same fucking thing. You can't reshoot a fucking movie. What do you, it's not like she became alive again for like a day so you can reshoot. Reshoots don't bring people back to life. What? How would the movie be any different if they reshot the entire fucking thing without Leia? Now, you killed her in the crawl of episode 8. At least we got to see her do some shit in episode 8. Right? What's the fucking difference? You're a fucking moron. <laughs> reshoot. Yeah, they had a full year to reshoot. With nobody, though. Wait, would you want them to put a CGI Leia in? Like at the end of uh, Rogue One? That's the other thing. Everybody here fucking loves Rogue One. Rogue One's the best movie ever. Look, Rogue One was a beautifully, beautifully filmed movie and, and executed film but like there's a lot that goes on in the first half of that movie 
That is terrible. A lot. Like, fucking the whole thing with For Forrest Whitaker was the worst part of that movie. I couldn't understand what the fuck he was yelling about. I didn't really care. I, nothing about his character did I care about. I would have rather read a book because his delivery was so bad. His delivery was so fucking bad. Then what about the thing that fucking, like, gets your fucking mind, it gets you to tell you the truth, it's like an octopus or whatever. I forgot his name. You know why I forgot his name? Because nobody fucking cares. It's never brought up again. What is that? I mean... It was stupid. It was dumb. It was, it was it fucking Leia has a spacewalk. And you flip out about that being stupid? She fucking uses the force to fucking keep herself alive. Hopefully for a few more hours or a few more days so she can help her goddamn fucking fleet get back to safety. Because they're all going to die otherwise. They need a leader. So she tries. She uses her last bit of strength to get herself back on that ship. And that's stupid to you. But this fucking octopus thing that fucking to tell if you're telling the truth or not, that has no explanation behind it, that you're okay with. Rogue One was the best movie ever, was it? I mean, it was good. I, I liked it a lot. I thought they were really brave in doing certain things in that movie, but it wasn't better than this one. <laughs> Come on. What are you talking about? All right. Uh, what else is there? Oh, boy. What else? What else? What else? What am I missing? I know I'm missing something. Oh, yeah. Of course. The whole Poe, Finn, Rose. That's the other. Right away off the bat, uh, you Diz Explorers hated Rose. Rose sucks. Rose sucks. Why? Like, Rose, Rose had that weird and Like, I did not love what happened with Finn should have Finn should have killed himself. <laughs> like, that should have been the ending, honestly, because I'm, I think it would have been a nice emotional impact. He would have saved them, whatever. But then we wouldn't have gotten that whole thing with Luke and it would have been, it wouldn't have been as strong. I wouldn't have really given a shit, at, you know, about Finn as much as I would with Luke. Uh, we wouldn't have gotten that big fight and fucking, you know, Luke could have come back in the last movie, but then... I don't know. It wouldn't have had that much of an impact. It would have been a cool moment if they if they also had Luke do like a thing, but I don't know. It wouldn't have been a, it wouldn't have been like this big punch at the end. It would have been like, all right, well, Finn killed himself and saved the day. Hooray! But then don't even fucking tease it, you know. And then Rose comes in and saves him. Oh my god! Oh, it's all about true love. It just reminded me of an episode of fucking Once Upon a Time. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like that. I didn't like that she came out of nowhere. Also, she was, like, really far away, so I don't know how she, like, got to it. Whatever. That's not a big deal. It, it, like, what's more of a big of a deal is that all these people fucking died to fucking get to that point. But to me, that just makes Rose hateable rather than, like, I don't hate, the, the, like, the... It's hard to put this because people, well, I hate the character. We have a lot. I fucking hate Vader because he's a fucking horrible person, but he's great at the same time, you know? So I hated Rose as a person, but I liked Rose as a character, if that makes sense. I thought she, she definitely worked in the whole scheme of things. Uh, do I want her to be like this weird, like, love triangle situation? No, I don't. Um, I, I, Finn and Ray, I guess, were supposed to be together, whatever. I don't really want a love story at all. Like, yeah, it's, it's not necessary. I don't need a Finn and Ray love story. I don't need a Rose and Finn love story. I don't need any love story at all. To, I just want to see a movie. If there is one, fine, write it well. 
you know, none of that, like, died of a broken heart bullshit. <laughs> you know, and then, like, the way she fell back, like, after she's like, save the people we love, the fall back. Uh, that was a really weird thing. Just that, that like, two minutes. It seems like something that they were told to do, you know? It didn't seem like something that was originally written in there. That was really weird and awkward and out of place. So I don't know. That ain't like, but the rest of the fucking movie, I liked her character. I liked her acting. I thought that she was a cunt. You know what I mean? Like, like she right away assumed that Finn was running away when he was trying to fucking save Ray. Right. And like, she didn't give a shit. All he had to do was throw Ray's name out there. And he didn't. I don't know why. But whatever. But like, I don't know. The two of them worked well together, I thought. I, I thought that they had a good thing. Now, was their subplot, like, the worst thing of the movie? Yes, it was. was should it have been fleshed out more? Yeah. Like, the Canto Bite scene that everybody fucking hates so much? I didn't think it was that bad. I think it just... You're there for fucking five minutes and you leave. People are like, oh, it was an hour. No, it should have been an hour. If it was an hour, then fucking you would have been like, oh, shit. Yeah, man, now we understand. You're spending all this time in this area. But it's not. You, you, they got there way too late. They should have gone there right away. Like, like, it shouldn't have been like, here's the discussion. This is thing is happening. Cut to Ray. Come back. Another discussion. This thing is happening. Cut to Ray. Come back. Now we're having a discussion with Maz, which, by the way, wh like, what the fuck was up with that? There was no reason for her to be in that movie. And her name in the credits was real fucking high for being in that movie for two minutes. Two minutes. 90 seconds. <laughs> Wasn't even two minutes. And then, like, it was like a video game. Did you guys notice that shit? Fucking watching the movie, and it just seemed like like a first-person shooter or like a stealth game where, like, in between the scenes, like, when you're going to the next level, they're like, okay, you need to go to here, and you got to find the master code breaker, okay? You understand? Yes, I understand. Good. Now come back with this, this, and this. We'll see you on the other side. Good luck. We're all rooting for you. Mass out. <laughs> like, that's what that was. That was a stupid fucking scene. And then they go to Canto Bite. No, that, they should have gone to Canto Bite way earlier. They should have found that another way, and it should have been a lot quicker. Then we would have had more time on Canto Bite. We would have gotten to know the area a little bit better, and then we could have known at least one character besides DJ. Because that was the issue, is that you're on this planet that nobody cares about. There's these bad guys. You don't know their names. You don't know anything about them. But you're supposed to be scared of them. And you're not. And yes, I understand you're in the shoes of Finn or whatever and, and, and Rose. But she knows who they are. Like, like when you find out about her backstory, she knows. So let's let's have been there earlier. We should have had more time. Maz shouldn't have been in it at all if she's not going to contribute. Because she contributed nothing. I disagree with whoever the fuck said that, that uh, DJ stole the pin from Justin Thoreau's character, who's the actual master codebreaker, uh, or, or he stole it from him, and he's really, like, all that dumb shit. Like, no, what happened is what happened. There's no weird twist there. Master Codebreaker did not even get spoken to. I like that part. I like that. It was, they, went a, they went a different route. It's like, no, no, no. We don't need the Master Codebreaker. We have a scoundrel here. That's what we need. I like that. We had another fucking uh, Lando on our hands. So that was fun. I don't know. I just feel like it's ridiculously insane for people to be so mad about this, but it is the weakest part of the thing, which is fine. I mean, I get it. But DJ was awesome. People didn't like DJ. There's no point for his character. Yes, there was. There was a huge point for his character. Again, what happens with Lando Calrissian? 
Well, he the problem was he already had a relationship, a bond with with Han, so we kind of felt like we had it. But Lando Calrissian was in it less than than well, probably not the same as DJ was. I don't know. And Lando didn't do anything. Fucking, he's like, you know, he talks to Han. He's like, sure, I'll keep you safe. Then he's like, nah, I'm just kidding. I totally was fucking with you. And Vader's here. And hey, welcome to dinner. Look, it's Boba Fett. He's not saying anything. <laughs> like, that's it. And then he's like, pray that I do not alter it any further. You don't need. Oh, it wasn't that. Pray that I do not alter it any further. Yes. He doesn't do much. That's it. He betrays him. The end. DJ, same thing. He's in it. He gives him a little bit of advice. Betrays him. And says, I hope you're right. And gets the fuck out with his money. That's it. Kills the entire... DJ literally kills the entire fucking rebellion. <laughs> and he's like, doesn't matter what side you're fighting for, fuckers. And I like that. That's the same thing with, like, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what side you're on. War is dumb. Yes, war is dumb. Ooh, fucking kill each other. What do you need to kill people for? Why? You don't. It's not like you took your girlfriend or anything. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot of other shit. But, I don't know. I touched on most of this shit. I mean, let me see. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Uh, man, let's just talk about Poe really quick. I know I didn't really go really into it, but I just think Candlebite should have been longer, but whatever. Let's talk about Poe. Um, the Poe story. Now, this is where, again, I get where some people are coming from, but I don't at the same time, because they're like, well, all that Holdo had to do was talk to fucking Poe, and then none of this would have happened. Well, yeah, but... That's pretty much every movie, right? Like, if this one character didn't do this one thing, then nothing would have happened. Yeah, but then there would be no movie, right? I mean, if fucking uh, Joe fucking vetted everyone a little bit better, or vetted Mr. Orange at all, right, in Reservoir Dogs, then he, they never would have hired him. They would have known he was a cop. And then none of this would have happened. They would have had a nice safe robbery. Everything would have gone swell. <laughs> And they would have their diamonds, nobody would be dead, right? It's, it's always something that if someone did something, then the plot of the movie wouldn't happen, right? Like Titanic, if they did some more checks, if they actually fucking tested it out without people first, if they knew how to fucking steer away from a fucking iceberg, then the plot of the movie wouldn't happen. Yes, I know it's based on a real event, but that's also, I'm making that joke. They would have, I mean, like... Come on, that's everything in life. Yes, if you if one thing didn't happen down the road, then another thing wouldn't. That's what life is. But it did happen. And the reason that it happened was because fucking Holdo was trying to teach him a lesson because that's what fucking Leia should have been doing this whole time. But Leia was being way too lenient with him because of that, like, relationship that she had with him. And, you know, and I don't mean that she was fucking him, although, you know, I mean, it seemed a little... uh Seemed a little close there. That little slap seemed a little sexual, right? Um, but because Leia had like a thing for him because he reminded her of fucking Han Solo. You know, her dead husband. Cut her a fucking break. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Holdo was trying to do what Leia didn't do, which is fucking not fucking involve him in anything. Leia demoted him and Holdo was keeping up 
that entire thing, yes, fucking things would have gone different. And yeah, I think that by the time they mutinied, she should have said something. But then again, at that point, she was just like, you know what? Fuck you all. You want to fucking mutiny against me? You fuck. <laughs> Go ahead. See what happens. At that point, Leia was going to wake up in like two minutes anyway. So it didn't really fucking matter. You know, the, once the mutiny happened, Leia gets up like two minutes later. The end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I get it. That's just the character. Yeah, you can say, well, she should have. Yeah, well, she was doing something for a reason. It wasn't like she was doing it for no reason. She liked watching Poe get all annoyed. She didn't know he was doing all the shit behind the scenes. If she did, things might have gone a little bit differently. When she found out about it, she was fucking pissed. Right? But they should have detained him. <laughs> you know, but they didn't know that fucking Finn and Rose were on this fucking mission. This is a secret. That's the whole point. Yeah, if she said something, then it wouldn't have happened. But she didn't say something. Because she was teaching him a lesson. Without knowledge. <laughs> she didn't know that he's a fucking that much of a psychopath. That he would have fucking sent people on some mission without telling anyone. I mean, come on. It's fucking her own fucking fault. <sighs> I didn't like it. It was stupid. They should have had the conversation. No, they shouldn't have. All right? There'd be no movie if they, if they did. God, how do people not get stuff? It's like they're mad and they're not mad at the same fucking time. I do agree that, you know, Admiral Akbar should have had a little bit more to do or at least have like a funeral or just like maybe not a funeral, but they, people should have actually had a discussion with him beforehand or they, he should have said or like his death was so out of nowhere. And you were like, oh, you see him get sucked out. And I, when that happened, I was like, oh, fuck. But then I forgot because of the whole Leia situation and whatever. And then later on, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> After they said, Adam Rathbar was dead. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw him get sucked out. Oh, fuck, he's dead? That sucks. But I guess, you know, that's fuck. Again, that's fucking war, and that's how it happens. You don't fucking learn it by this whole thing. And, you know, it's like, you know, in Les Mis. Fucking Gavroche walks in, and he goes, goes General Lamarck is dead. No more, no less. That's all he says. Same thing. So, you know what? Maybe I'm not that upset about it because that's what fucking happens at the end. I'll just say it's a lame Miz reference. Oh, boy. I mean, that's really... I don't really have that much more to say now. The movie I thought was fucking great. I think that you know, there were a couple of things that I didn't really love. Um, but in the end, I thought everything was, was really good. I thought Poe... Oh, yeah, there's one thing I'm missing. The humor. People had a problem with that. No, the fucking humor was amazing. I thought it was really fucking funny. There's a serious thing going on with the bombardiers. Everyone's going to be dying. You don't know that yet, but you, it's about to happen. But you get this great moment that, that really echoes that moment from uh, A New Hope with fucking Han Solo. You know, oh, we're all right here. You know, like That whole scene is so fucking hysterical. I, I don't understand. People had a problem with that. Oh, I was too jokey. No, things are funny. Like the stuff with Luke being a cranky old man. Yeah, he was cranky. Fuck. Of course he was cranky. That's Luke. He's always fucking cranky. That's what he does. People had a problem with that. People had a problem with a lot of the, the, the humor. Yeah, was it a little weird that fucking, like, it showed that creature on the fucking planet looking all sassy, and then it just zoomed down to his nipples, and then you're like, 
well, that's weird. <laughs> or her nipples, I guess. And you're like, well, that's fucking weird. Why is it just focusing on it? And it does it for a while before anything happens. I think they spent a little too much time. It was such a slow zoom, to, or pan, rather. It was such a slow pan. You're like, okay. <laughs> you're like, why is this happening? And then, like, you see he comes over and he milks, and you're like, ah, oh, green milk, wonderful. They have green milk, they have blue milk. That's cool. Didn't really have anything to do with anything. But it was there, so, like, later on, Ray could go, I've seen your daily routine. That's why that scene was there. So it didn't bother me that much, because it's true. His daily routine was always fucking like, oh, what are you doing that you're so fucking busy to train me? So, yeah. Um, I guess real quickly, I'll talk about the stuff I did like. Obviously, I loved Yoda. I thought that it was great that the original Ro Yoda, Rota, that the original Yoda costume was back. Well, something similar to it. It was Puppet Yoda. I thought it was perfect. Um, you know, I didn't have any issues with that scene at all. Um, I love that he made Luke believe that it was time to move on, time to burn the books. But it's probably because, you know, I, I think he knew it was Luke's time to go too. It was, it was. You know, he wasn't. He was no more help. Ray was the new hope at this point, um, and that Luke was just too jaded. He was never going to be able to do that. And and you know, he's like, you know what? You don't need these. Let's burn the shit down and let's do one more really heroic thing together. And well, I'll meet you uh, as a force ghost somewhere. You know, they had that moment. They sat down together. I thought that was a really nice thing when it fucking zoomed away. And it's just the two of them sitting there with the shadow. Oh, it was so beautiful. It was so great. Um, that whole scene, everything with Yoda. And then, of course, you know, she has the books later on, so you're like, yeah, motherfucker, those books weren't really burned. Yoda was just trying to prove the point. It was about fucking, yeah, you failed, but so what? It's how we learn. It's how we learn from our failures. And there's that. Um, what else did I love? Fucking, I like... As I said, there's certain things... That I like the animal stuff in the cano bite scene, but it just should have been longer. That's it. It should have been a little longer. Um, not the animal, that scene should, should not have been longer, but the, just everything before it, because they were in the casino for like two minutes, and then they left, and then there was a lot of stuff outside where the scene was like, there should have been more with the slaves, they should have had some conversations, like, we should have seen them interacting with the slaves a little bit more, which I think is gonna happen in the solo movie, because if they are following the books, Paradise Snare, Hut Gambit, Rebel Dawn, which I think that there's a possibility based on certain things. I mean, it's not going to be exact. The planet names won't be the same. I already know the character names are different. But if, like, this is what I think it's going to be, then fucking I'm super stoked because then you get to see the slaves on that slave planet of what, well, what in the books were, like, Elysia um, or Elysia or whatever it's called and whatever, whatever they're going to call the planet in this, I don't know. But I would love to see it. And then you could actually, you know, it's it's him like talking and, and being with these fucking slaves, you know, and you didn't get that because you got a couple minutes of it and then they're releasing everybody. So I would like to see more. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I did like that scene. I love the stuff between Kylo Ren and Rey. I thought that she was great. The back and forth I thought was really funny. I thought it was very punchy. I love how this chick on Disney Explorers was like, well, she's trying to impart, impart wisdom on them and... You know, it sounds stupid. Yes, that's the point. He doesn't know anything. He's a bad guy. Of course his fucking wisdom is not really wise. Just things that people don't get. It annoys me so fucking much when you don't get it. If you don't get it, then fucking don't talk about it. <laughs> um, I love that whole thing. I love everything with fucking Luke. I thought it was great. I thought that his demise was amazing. Um, that fucking hologram. I mean, it could have been longer, obviously. 
Did I want him to actually go there? No. I don't know why there's this big thing about how people want, didn't want him to be um, a doppelganger. They wanted him to actually go. But then he would have gotten shot down by the fucking walkers and shit. Like, that wouldn't have been fun. That would have been the end of him. What, was he going to fucking pull out some old school prequel, you know, deflection against fucking all... There's no way he's going to deflect all that shit. Sorry. He could do a bunch of it, but it would go down before he had the big showdown with fucking Kylo Ren. That's what was so great about it. That fucking cockiness. That fucking I'm better than... That he got from his fucking father, Luke. He has that. That's, that is Anakin Skywalker, that cockiness. Except he's using it for good, and that's what makes him Luke. Because he's got the same mentality. He's got that whininess. He's got that fucking cockiness that Anakin had. That's the same bloodline. But what makes him Luke is that he's using it for good. And he is. And the way he goes, I think, is perfect. Um, and that's that. Do we know he's going to be a Force Ghost in the next movie? No, we don't. But because it's J.J. Abrams, I'm assuming it will be. Because as I said at the beginning, he loves pleasing the fans. And the I mean, I really have a feeling that what's going to happen is that He's going to do everything the fans want, and we're going to fucking have to find out that Ray has some real parents that are in some bloodline, and it's going to just be shitty. It's going to completely shit over everything awesome that happened in this fucking movie. I don't like that. I don't want it to be that way, but I have a feeling. I'm, I hope not. I look, I really hope I'm wrong. I really do. All right, let's just talk about how I think that the movie is going to end in the next movie. This is this is my personal opinion, and this is what I want. It's not what I think, it's what I want. I don't think it's actually going to happen now, but if Ryan Johnson was there, or if, if anyone besides J.J. was directing it, this is, this is what needs to happen. So we now have one Sith, and we now have one Jedi, right? And they're fighting against Jedi. Everyone else is dead. I mean, look, we have Leia, but she's going to have to go... For like, I don't know how she's gonna go. I really hope it doesn't happen during the crawl. I hope we see her maybe from behind or something. I don't know. I, I mean, I would personally rather have CGI Leia over dying in the crawl, Leia. Personally, I that to me is better. I would rather have CGI Leia. I know it's it's gonna suck and people are gonna complain. Uh, who cares? Like, this is all we can do. What what else would you want to do? But they don't want to do CGI Leia. So I don't know what they're going to do. If they recast her, that would be fucking weird and kind of upsetting. You know what I mean? Like, I would not want that, a recast. Um, so unless she's got a mask on or something, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what's going to happen. But I can tell you she's either going to she's gonna die early on. Early on. And there's going to be one Jedi left and one Sith left. And Rey and fucking Kylo are going to kill each other. Not themselves. They're not going to go out in some weird Romeo and Juliet way, which I that wouldn't be terrible, but it would be kind of stupid. Um, but they are going to... They're so equal. That's the thing, is they are so equal. All With all his training and her, like, not training, they're equals. And that, to me, is what makes... That, that, like, when they split the lightsaber, it's because they had that equal power. They do not... Neither of them are stronger than the other. They are fucking 100% the same. And that's why I think at the very end, they're going to somehow do something that kills each other. And it's going to just completely bring balance to the Force. Meaning no one, no one has the Force anymore. That's what I want. Now, I know the little kid at the end, he had the Force. Well, 
I don't know. But maybe bringing balance to the force is getting rid of that Skywalker bloodline. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't know, but I, it, they're both, they both need to die at the end and start anew. There needs to be, because no, the reason that there's evil is because there's good. Without fucking evil, there's no good. And without good, there's no evil. You need one to have the other. Otherwise, it's just the way, right? You can't have good if there's fucking no evil or else it's just that's what you are. You can't have evil. It's the same fucking thing. So if they both die... It brings balance to the force. There is no good and evil. And that's just, there it is. Life goes on and we're the way we are now. Maybe this ends the long ago in a galaxy far, far away and now it becomes now. <laughs> Episode 10, now. <laughs> now in a galaxy far, far away. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't even mind that. I know it sounds stupid, but I wouldn't mind that. That is perfect. The end of magic. And it just, here's the new race. This is what it is now. Oh, would that be great? Then it would just all be smugglers and fucking, oh, it would be so fucking good. I mean, who, I mean, look, I don't know. I love that idea. That's what I'm saying. That's what we should be doing. All right, I've talked enough. I don't have, do I have anything else to say? I don't think so. Um... I saw The Greatest Showman, too, and that movie was... Um, I liked the cinematography. I thought that the acting was pretty good. Um, the music was fucking terrible. Terrible! Just shitty pop music. What are you doing? Stop it with the pop music. Ugh. Just why? Just fucking stop. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I got, I got nothing now. Starbucks... Mm. All right, well, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Bloober. Haven't said that in a while. iTunes, Stitcher, Bloober. Everywhere you can find us. You just type out Mouse Rants Podcast and you, we'll come up somewhere. Uh, the fake Mouse Rants has finally given up their name, but not really. Like, if you go to MouseRants.com, it goes to their new thing, which is Mickey Rants. Stop with the rants. You're not a ranting site. At all. You don't rant about anything. All you do is talk about how awesome things are. I'm in love with my photo pass, fucking photographer. That's a fucking article they had. And then nothing to do with anything. Like it could have that, that could be a funny title if like it was a funny article, but it wasn't. It's just about how much they fucking enjoy photo pass. Okay. I'll have them use my own camera and then I don't have to worry about that. Well, you know, I still have my annual pass right now, so you know. Fucking comes for free. So obviously I'm gonna use the photo pass. But on a regular basis, I'm not gonna fucking anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. They're they're now Mickey Rants. Okay, have fun. So there you go. They're, they're Mickey Rants on Facebook now, so you don't have to worry about clicking on the wrong one. Um, then one of them yelled at me. I didn't comment on it. I don't, I, I don't need stupidity in my life, honestly, although I seem to attract stupidity, which is fine. Anyway, give us a five-star review, and, you know, we'll love you for it. Uh, Mind Heist gave us a bunch of fucking... I know you don't know who Mind Heist is. I know I've mentioned them a few times, but you'll learn in very shortly, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, but he gave us a bunch of one-star reviews like an asshole uh, and then blocked me. But then we found out he's friends with Meg. Like, he always writes to fucking Meg. And you guys remember Meg? She was on the show a bunch of times. Oh, God. Anybody who's friends with anybody who's, like, fucking drinking and driving across state lines, like, seriously, like, wine, 
from a bottle, just drinking it like an asshole. Yeah, that's... <sighs> All right, I got to go. Fucking Christian Haydenson. Apparently, that's his name, right? Anyway, not even going to start with that. Uh, what else was there? Oh, yeah, numbers, money. What? All right. If you want to send us hate mail, which many people love to do, mouserants at gmail.com. We can answer any questions, concerns. You know, if you have an idea and you want to fucking run a bias, go for it. We have a Facebook group. Go fucking, you know, just type in Mouse Ranch. You're not going to find the other fake Mouse Ranch anymore, so it'll be pretty easy to find us um, into Facebook, and you'll find our Facebook group. And, uh, yeah, that, that's really it. You can find, oh, MouseRants.GQ is the fucking website. And you can find all of our old show notes there and all the new episodes. And this isn't really an actual episode, as I said at the beginning. Uh, it's just kind of me fucking around because the next week's thing is uh, going to be fucking intense and just isn't ready yet. Um, if you were there and you saw it live, you, you'll know how awesome it was and how fucking much you're probably going to laugh. If you didn't see it live um, on Christmas Day, then you're going to fucking have a very interesting time <laughs> next week when you hear what happened. So, uh, all right. Uh, talk to you soon. Have a good one. Later, fuckers! You're wrong about virtues of Christianity And you're wrong if you agree with Sean Hannity If you think that pride is about nationality You're wrong You're wrong when you imprison people turning tricks And you're wrong about trickle-down economics If you think that punk rock doesn't mix with politics you're wrong You're wrong For hating queers And eating steers If you kill for the thrill of the hunt You're wrong About wearing fur And not hating Aunt Coulter Cause she's a cunted cunt Or you're wrong If you celebrate Columbus Day And you're wrong If you think there'll be a judgment day if you're a charter member of the NRA, you're wrong. You're wrong if you support capital punishment. And you're wrong if you don't question your government. If you think her reproductive rights are inconsequent, you're wrong. You're wrong fighting jihad. Your blind faith in God Your religions are all flawed You're wrong about drug use When it's not abuse I hope you never reproduce You're getting high on the down low A victim of the Cointel Pro You're wrong and will probably never know